The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, beloved friends. Welcome back to another episode of Angel Talk. I am so very grateful that you are here. If you're here for the first time, welcome. I love you. You're about to learn something. Congratulations. If you are back for the third or fourth or fifth time, thank you for your commitment to your learning and for your trust in me as your helper to open your eyes and your heart to the spiritual world. I really believe that as we dig into our universe, we're also digging into ourselves. There's so much about this intuitive growth, this process that is so self-loving, right? Because in order to look outward and discover what is out there that maybe we don't pay attention to all the time or to really explore ideas that maybe we weren't taught growing up, all of that new stuff also requires us to have that yes moment or that faith-filled leap where we say, all right, I will listen to that. I'll discover that in myself and in the world. And I'm just, I want to say, I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of me. I'm proud of us. We're doing it because the world is changing. <laughs> it really is. And look at us changing with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good job. Well, listen, today I want to talk about how to cross people over from this dimension to the next. I'm talking about this for a couple of reasons. First of all, spirit is nudging me to share this because as you grow spiritually, there is some responsibility to that. So the people that you encounter will be better off because you are more well-rounded. You're recognizing yourself as complete and whole. And then if we look a little bit into that, look at some detail there, you have some responsibility as far as your actions. And let me get really specific with an example. Here's what I'm talking about. Once you know that there are other souls around you that are not in skin, dead people, 
Well, some of them may need your help. They may be stuck. And you, yes, you, darling, you can help them cross over just as easily as you're going on a walk and somebody stops their car and asks you for directions. This is where we're at spiritually. You can help people get direction to cross over. The other reason I am talking about this today is because one of my beloved students, colleagues, spiritual goddesses, Tammy, asked me to on Facebook. So shout out to Tammy. Hi, thanks for all you do and for asking me to do this episode. If you have an idea for an episode, find me on Facebook. That's the easiest way at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator and give me an idea. And I'd love to know how you're doing in your spiritual growth. Anywho, so tell me how you're doing. Feel free to ask me questions. You can also email me at the angel communicator. No, wait, that's wrong. Hold on. My email is theangelcounselor at gmail.com. And I will get back to you, but not as quickly as I would with Facebook. So anyway, let's get to it. Crossing over. What is that? Crossing someone over is the um, ability or the loving practice to help people who have left their earthly body, but they're still here in this dimension. Crossing over is my term for this. And you might hear this in our culture. You might call it something different and you can. So the words we're going to use today are next dimension, which you could also use afterlife, heaven, if that fits you. And we're going to use the term crossing over because as I teach you how to guide this, there is an actual crossing over. There's a motion to it from this dimension to the next. And I want to state again, do a little check right now. Do a little self-check. Do you believe you can do this? Just ask yourself, do you? Well, I hope your answer is yes. And if you're unsure, take it from me. Yes, you can. All right. So Crossing over, we are really talking about helping other souls here, and it's a big deal. This is a time in our culture where we are really called to help other people, and sometimes the people we're helping don't have skin on. They've they've passed. We market the afterlife as such a heavenly, beautiful, peaceful place of rest, and I wonder what that is actually going to be like when we cross over and we're not here. I see a lot of examples of, let's say, heaven or the afterlife from spirit. And people have lots of different experiences in their heavenscape, their heaven atmosphere, their heavenly life. And I've seen things from a cabin near a meadow or a pond. I've seen kind of a scriptural heaven that some souls show me with the streets paved with gold and the pearly gates. I've seen parts of heaven that are more like the video game Tron, it's geometric shapes and colors and um, this beautiful darkness that doesn't feel desperate or isolated. It feels loving. It's just this kind of quantum space. And I wonder what that's going to be like for me. And as I think about that, I know that whatever happens to me after I take my final breath, I want to feel at home. I want to feel safe. And I want to be able to still check in on my family that is here. I don't want to miss their lives. And what I hear about uh, that aspect, can we still see our family after we die? That big question. 
I've learned that people that have crossed over have the ability to be where they are, heaven, afterlife, next dimension, to rest and to learn and to work and to still develop their souls. And they know what's happening in this dimension. They don't miss the birthdays. They don't miss the weddings. They have a lot of spirit tell me that they love the simple moments like the making mac and cheese, the washing dishes moments. They don't miss those things. And I'll say that those souls who do not cross over don't have that same experience. If they are in this dimension, they are still experiencing what this dimension has to offer, which granted is some really beautiful things. But when people leave their body and they don't cross over, there are varied experiences that I've seen. Sometimes people are stuck in the house or the room where they took their final breath. Sometimes they get stuck in a loop that feels like time is not passing. So, for example, one time I met an older gentleman in a farmhouse, and every time he tried to walk out the front door, he ended up back at the back door. And it was this constant loop of trying to get out, and he was kind of stuck in a blip. He was stuck in a dimension or in between, maybe you could say. A lot of this stuff I don't really understand. I'm just telling you what I've seen and giving you just a little bit of guidance that you can add on to your own thoughts and your own experiences to to grow yourself in this spiritual way. But those are the some of the things that I can I have seen from spirit. And in regards to leaving your body and being able to check on your family and love on your family, when someone is a ghost, so that is spirit that's not crossed over, they don't have the same access to the living. That's why we have paranormal activity coming from ghosts where ghosts will knock something off a shelf or blow in our faces or tickle us or touch our feet or show up right in front of us. It's because they're trying to get our attention um, in a way that we'll notice and they have certain limitations where the spirit who is crossed over, they're more interactive. It's more gentle. They can show up in the room and we just think of them. We feel them. We feel their love. They might be able to give us a message through other people. They might be able to show up in our dreams and have a conversation with us. It's far more gentle than if they are a ghost, if they're stuck. And ghosts who have been here for a long time can get kind of surly. They can get angry, confused. Then we start to see them showing up as shadow people. Have you ever seen something dark in your house? The outline of a person or a black mass? Often that is a human spirit that has not crossed over and they've been here long enough, kind of confused or stuck that they start to look like their emotion, which is dark. And um, they can start to really mess with us because really, if you look in the Course in Miracles, if you are a fan of Course in Miracles, if you study that, there are two responses that souls have. It's either a loving response or a cry for help. And when we look at how spirit behaves, that's the same thing. They're either loving us or they're asking for help. Granted, when they ask for help, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes they're in our bedroom at night and we're trying to get sleep and it scares us or our kids or our pets. But think of it this way, they're either loving on us or they're asking for help. So how do we respond to that? Can we safely love them back and help them? Yeah, I think we can. We're going to talk about that today. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito 
for a moment of silence. A weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Just if you're joining us kind of midway through, um, or if you spaced out, <laughs> let me tell you that in this episode, we're talking about crossing souls over. So people have left their body, they've taken their last breath, and for some reason, they're stuck. Why do people get stuck? Well, sometimes they choose to stay because maybe they did something that is pretty horrible and they were taught growing up that if you have a mortal sin or you do certain things, you're going to go down instead of up. You're going to go to the hell dimension. We can talk about that in another episode because I've seen some amazing things about hell, if it's, <laughs> if it's true, what it looks like, what happens there. But for today, we'll let that just rest where it is. Sometimes people choose to stay because they're afraid if they cross over, they won't have access to their families. And I've not seen that to be true. I've seen that every person that crosses over has the ability to check on their family and interact with their family. I've probably told you before that I met a very loving gentleman who didn't want to leave his house because he built it and he thought it was his job to look after the house and it would break his heart if anybody painted the rooms a funny color or it got torn down. So this happens for various reasons. And I'm sure there's other reasons that I don't understand, but those are just the ones I've encountered. So you are born chosen. You are born anointed. You are born with this capacity to be intuitive and spiritual and imperfectly perfect, I like to call it. And you can do more than you ever thought you could, especially in the spiritual realm. So you can step in to help people when they need you. Before we talk about that, I want to have a, like a safety. Let's do a PSA. Okay, here's your safety reminder for today. Boundaries are important when you're working with souls, whether they are in skin or not. You don't have to say yes to everybody that needs you. Ooh, I felt that. Somebody needs to hear that. I'm going to say it again. You don't have to help everybody who needs you. You can't. You can't say yes to everybody. And you need to keep yourself safe. So let's put this into perspective with what we're talking about. When we're working with spirit, Boundaries are important. If you are willing to help them, you don't have to help them 24-7. I love to help spirit, but you know what? They're not allowed upstairs. They're not allowed in my bedroom unless I'm using my bedroom office to see clients. That's different. But if it's just me and my family at my house, spirit's not allowed upstairs because it's freaky. My own family and my angels, my boundary with them is I want you around me. But if you sense that we are getting scared because of your presence, step back, please. 
I have other boundaries in place, like nobody can watch me take a shower. <laughs> nobody can be present in my intimate moments with my love. Nobody can be around my kids because I know that they are developing spiritually and I don't want to overwhelm them. So you might think about what your boundaries are for the living and the past and make sure that those have been spoken and you're adhering to them. You speak these boundaries out loud and in your mind. So I have kind of ongoing conversations with my angels. Remember, we have angels that are not human that guide us and protect us every moment of our life. And you can pull them in and say, hey, um, angels, I feel like something's in my room right now and that's a no-go. Can you tell it to go? You can remind your angels, all right, um, spirit's allowed to be curious at my workplace from 7.30 to 5, but I'm here working late and I'm feeling creeped out. You can say those things in your mind to your angels all the time. Then in uh, real time, when you're experiencing something that you don't like, and let's say it's a human spirit, say it out loud, say your boundary out loud. So for example, Rachel wakes up at 4 a.m. and there's a person sitting at the edge of my bed, looking at me, waiting for me to wake up so I can help him cross over. I would say to him, hey, hi, you just made me pee my pants. You scared the poop out of me. This is my bedroom. Didn't you hear? I have a rule that you can't be here, but I'm willing to help you tomorrow. Watch me set my alarm for 5 p.m. when this goes off. That's my time with you. Or sometimes I just say, get out. <laughs> this is my room. Get out. Kind of depends on the situation. But we're saying those things out loud because spirit can't hear our thoughts. Your angels can. Your soulmates can, and that might be your love that's passed, that might be a child, that might be your, your parents, a close friend or family member. You have soulmates that are privy to hmm, some of your thoughts, the ones that they can help you with. But no spirit, except for your angels and your creator, can hear all of your thoughts. So when you've got a human soul in the room, speak it out loud, state your boundary, and then don't feel bad about that. You can also say, I know you're here and you sent something about me that set, tells you that I can help you, but I don't want to, or I don't feel like I'm ready. That's okay. Because if you tell them you're not ready or you can't help them, the Holy Spirit will bring in another helper. You're not leaving anybody high and dry when you say no to them. Another helper will be brought forward. I promise you that. I've seen it in action. Let's say you are ready to help someone cross over. Let's look at that process. You might get a pen and paper out. You have a journal that's for your spiritual growth. If you do, grab it or listen to this again and write these steps in your own words. First thing we're always going to do, we're going to surround ourselves in God's white light, creator white light. Whoever you believe your creator to be, call that presence in and imagine that white light around you. So I like to say, God, surround me in the goodness and safety of your white light. I'm, I think I might've heard that from Doreen Virtue, maybe. I don't know, but I, wherever I heard it, I picked it up. And that's my prayer. I say a lot, dear God, surround me with the goodness and safety of your white light. Then I call in my helpers. And depending on the situation, that might be family members, that might be my ancestors. It's always angels. I always call in the angels and I encourage you to call in your angels as well. So you're going to call in your personal angels. Those are your guardian angels that are yours and nobody else's. 
then I encourage you to call in some archangels, call in upper management, okay? So whoever you feel connected to as far as the archangels, you might do a little research, see who resonates with you. I will encourage you to call in Archangel Michael for protection. I would encourage you to call in Archangel Uriel. Uriel will help the souls cross over. And you can also, if you're worried about saying the right thing, you can call in Archangel Gabriel, who is our messenger of God. If you want to make sure that the loving presence of you and the healing presence of you is being heard and understood, you can call in Archangel Raphael, who is our Archangel of love and of healing. And I just smile when I have Archangel Raphael come through so lovely. And you can imagine those angels with any gender that makes sense to you. Angels are not gendered. So if it makes sense for Raphael to come through male, go for it. Female, go for it. So step one, surround yourself in the goodness and safety of your creator's white light. Then call in your helpers, whoever that is. And I'm going to just really nudge you. Make sure on your team when you do this, you've got your angels there. Okay. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to call spirit forward. So anybody that you're trying to cross over or helping to cross over, you call them to you. Imagine that you decide to do this in a lovely part of your basement or in your bedroom or in your living room. Imagine yourself there right now. And the words you might say, remember out loud because they can't hear your thoughts. You would say, I'm willing to help anyone who feels stuck here. Anyone who wants to go to the next dimension, you might say heaven because that resonates with a lot of people. If you feel stuck here, I can help you cross over. Come sit with me now. Come be with me. Come stand with me. So you invite them to you and you tell them what you're going to do. Then you've got to give it a few minutes, don't you? Because they've got to think about it. Sometimes they're looking at you thinking, hmm, is this the person to help me? Is this the day? They've got to think their own thoughts like, uh, am I ready? Is this going to work? you got to give them a little time to process. Your angels will be coaching them. This is why you called your angels in, or one of the reasons at least. Your angels will be talking to them in a way that you can't hear. You might sense it, but your angels will further what you're saying by encouraging them. As spirit asks questions that you might not hear, your angels will hear that and answer it. So it's really important. They're almost like liaisons. Step one, white light. Step two, helper. Step three, invite them, call them forward. Then the fourth step is telling them what's going to happen, which is, if you're willing, I'm about to cross you over. And then I think this is really important. You say something like, no matter what your life experience was or what your beliefs are, there is a better place for you and you deserve that. You got to say something like that because chances are good they're here, stuck here because... They didn't feel worthy of crossing over or they're scared. So say something like that. Practice these words in front of the mirror so they're yours and not mine. Write it out if you want to. That's always a good idea. And then, you know, just sit with that. See what comes out. See what's in your heart that you want to say. You're doing a little coaching. You're doing a little advising. Then the next step is you choose one of two options. You cross them over with your words or you hand them over to your angels. If you hand them over to your angels, you say at this time, angels, will you take over? 
the angels will take over. All you have to do is hold space, meaning sit there. Okay. Um, your angels will talk to them. Most likely they will show them a door or a doorway that's filled with light. And they will ask them if they're ready. The angels will present their family on the other side. They'll continue to coach them. And you might feel this happening. You might see it in your mind's eye. Remember, as you see this happening, if you're a visual person, you're not making it up. You're actually seeing what's happening. So you can ask your angels to totally take over at this point if you want to. And sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Depends on the situation. The other option is you do it. If you do it, then you say, all right, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to show you a door. And I want you to think of a door that's special to you. Maybe this is your bedroom door of your childhood. Maybe it's the door to the cabin you went to as a family. Maybe this is your grandparents' front door. Think of a door that belongs to you. And now I'm going to ask the angels to open that door and let the light come through. Can you see it? Isn't that beautiful? That's for you. Can you see your family on the other side? Look for them. Can you hear them? They're waiting for you. You can do this. And when you're ready, go ahead and walk into that light. That's all you have to do. Walk into the light. I believe in you. And then maybe in your mind's eye, you see them walking into the light. You can use other images if you want. If you're crossing over a lot of people, it's kind of hard to choose one door. So you might say, all right, do you see the meadow? Isn't it beautiful? Look how green the grass is. Look at the beautiful blue sky. And now the angels are going to fill the meadow with light. Do you see it? Knowing that your angels are going to follow your lead and fill it with light. Then you say, go ahead and walk to the light. You could say, all right, everyone who's ready to cross over, I want you to look down at your feet. There's a pathway. Do you see it? There's a trail. And I'd like you to start walking on this trail a few steps as the angels fill the room with light. Keep walking. You can do it. So this is a time where your beautiful creativity can come through. You can speak in the moment as you feel guided, which is you channeling. Good job. Or you can map it out ahead of time. If you are crossing over one person, I like the door idea. Ask them to choose a door. If you're crossing over a bunch of people, choose something more general, like a pathway, a sidewalk, a meadow, walking into um, a beautiful room in a palace. It can be whatever you want it to be. And then you've got to give a few moments for them to actually cross over. And like I said, you might visualize this in your head. Remember, you're not making it up. You are correct. And there have been many times that I've crossed people over and I've seen them turn around really quick and give me a little wave or say thank you. A couple times spirit has been walking on the path and then somebody breaks away and gives me a little squeeze and keeps walking. Crossing children over is so lovely because they run. They, they run like they have just seen their mama. They've just seen their grandmother, and it's so great. They like to turn around and say, say thank you. And then after you cross them over, gratitude. You thank your angels for their help. You thank whoever else you brought through to help you. Just give your share your gratitude. 
I like to thank God, and that's up to you, right? But I am a strong God person, creator person, so I'll thank God for blessing me with this gift and for allowing me to be in the right time and the right place to help people. And you know what? That's pretty much it. You might notice in the next day or so that you might have some visits from these people who just want to come back for a second and say thank you. And then you might not see them again ever. If they are your family that you've crossed over, you will see them. They will thank you in your dreams. You will think of them. Remember one of our fundamental rules as people, when we think of someone that's crossed, it is because they are with us. And they're in the room, and that's how our body and our brain and our heart feel it. We think of them. So you're going to have some visits. They usually come back to say thank you. And sometimes it's as simple as the next day you remember, oh, I crossed people over yesterday. That is the moment where they came back for a second to say thank you for crossing me over, and it popped into your head. You can do this. And like I said earlier in the beginning of the episode, as you grow, there's some responsibility. It's not just for you. It's to help the universe. You're ready to do this. Now, a side note. You may be aware that there are other beings besides human souls around us. Did you know that? Yeah, we're not the only dimension. Mm -mm, lots of dimensions around. And um, we have other dimensional beings coming to us for help as well. And if you are really identifying as spiritual and you are a helper in your wake time, maybe you are a mama or a teacher or a nurse, or I don't care what you do, you have any job you want, you can identify as a helper and a healer, right? It's going to come through if it's going to come through. When you identify as a spiritual person and a healer or someone who's willing to help, your light shines brightly. You're like a beacon of hope, a beacon of light. So beings from other dimensions will be drawn to you if they are lost. Again, asking for directions. Where do I go? If you sense that that's what's happening, I would suggest you call in Archangel Metatron as one of your angelic helpers. Metatron um, does a beautiful job of helping non-human beings get back to the dimension where they came. I call Metatron our Ghostbuster sometimes because I call in Metatron to um, help me if I'm doing a clearing and it's not a human clearing. And then Archangel Uriel, remember I encourage you to pull in Uriel. Uriel is important because Uriel will often take the lead and take people to their creator and hold their hand and say, would you like to meet God now? Would you like to see your creator? How about Jesus? Do you want to have a conversation with Jesus? How about Mary? Who, who, is, who are you a big fan of? Can I take you to them? So that's why Uriel is important. And I think I might have left that out. So um, that's why you call an Archangel Uriel. So you can also do this crossing over from anywhere. So if you have a friend that says, I feel like there's somebody in my house and you say, I can cross them over. You don't have to go to their house. You can find a spot in your home and do this whole process. Um, why? Because this is all energy. We are living in energy. You are energy. The chair you're sitting in is made of energy. Spirit is energy. So that is the stuff we're working with. So you can do it at any time from any place and it will work. 
if you're at the point in your spiritual development where you're doing stuff like this, but you need proof, okay, that's fine. You can ask your angels uh, to show you that it worked. So you can say, angels, if I cross that person over um, successfully, will you show me a bunch of butterflies this week? Will you show me the number seven whenever you can? But remember, if you ask for that, you do have to look for it, okay? Because if you're not looking for it, you're going to miss their nudge. If you don't see their validation, just do it again. And whenever I cross people over, I tend to do the very same process the next day. I do it two times in a row because I know that when I'm faced with big decisions, sometimes I don't say right, say yes right away and I need to think about it. Spirit's the same. So sometimes you'll be crossing spirit over and there's other spirit in the room watching. Okay, I want to see what this is like. It's kind of like everybody getting the vaccine, right? I'm going to see everybody else do it first and see what happens. Spirit totally does that when there's something going on. So you might consider setting your alarm or writing yourself a note to do it again the next day. It seems monumental, like a big thing. How would you forget to cross people over the next day? You will because you're busy. <laughs> so you might set your alarm or write a note, like I said. That's pretty much the gist of it. I encourage you to listen back to this podcast a few times and share it because I heard Spirit say through me that we can all do this. And I personally believe that. And if we are going to help each other, both in skin and in spirit, the more people who know about this simple process of crossing over, the better. And Tammy, my love, thanks for the idea. I hope it helped you. I would love to connect with you. I'm teaching some awesome classes right now and more classes coming up about building your intuition. I've got one about safety for empaths. So if you're feeling everything and you need a little bit of boundary help or safety help with that, that's a good class. In the summer, I'm going to do a past life class and a channeling class. So you might go to my website to keep updated about that. My website is rachelcorpus.com. That is the best way to learn more about me and to contact me for a session. So rachelcorpus.com. If you're on Facebook, I'd love to hear from you. That is at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. Instagram, the Angel Counselor. And please, darlings, subscribe to this podcast, share it, get notifications so you know when more podcasts have been released, uploaded. I don't know the word. All right. Thanks for your time today. And I want to tell you that if you haven't heard this recently or enough, I can genuinely tell you, you are loved. I love you. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also 
our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.